yo 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 welcome back to another episode so i'm actually gonna post this one to um millennial tycoons and visionary voice so for those of you who uh, follow both of my podcasts you're gonna see this episode pop up twice just because i feel like what i'm about to talk about is relevant to your spiritual world as well as the business world so let's just get right into it today we're going to talk about your team the importance of having the right team, attracting the right team, attracting the right people into your life to build and and grow and and basically just get to whatever your ultimate goal is, right? So I thought about this a lot. And this is something that I probably would not have been able to talk about five years ago. You know, for those of you guys who know me, you know, I'm 29, I'll be 30 um, next year. And this is something that I think comes with time. You know, this is one of those things that you have to have lived and seen different scenarios and what worked and what didn't work in order to reflect on those things and see what made those situations great and what made the other situations not so great. Okay. So attracting the right team. Now, first, let me get into this because I know We talk about money. We talk about getting to the bag. We talk about, you know, running up the check like you you want the money. Like, I get it. We all want money. Right. But the one thing that I have realized that is more important than money, and I'm going to tell you guys why in a second. The one thing that is more important than money is the team that you have around you. Seriously, I'm serious. Your team is more important than money. I'm, why is why is that? Why is that, Tariko? What like what the like if I get this money, what does it matter whether I have a team around me or not? I got a check. I got a million dollars. I'm I'm rich. I can do what the hell I want. Why do I need the right team? Well, let me tell you. Throughout time, throughout history, you have many people who have made significant amounts of money, whether it's illegally or illegally, okay? And they get this money. And they got themselves there. Maybe they had an invention and they sold the idea to somebody and they got a check or, you know, maybe they were doing selling drugs in the street. And, you know, maybe they had a couple of little little dope boys on the corner selling for them and, you know, they ran up the bag that way. But no matter what, that person never really built a team around them. Maybe they just made the money primarily dolo. Okay, And once they got this money. They didn't know what the next step was. So because they never learned, because they never learned how to manage people and how to attract the right people to them and what to look for in a partner and a trusted partner and a and a person that's going to have your back and a person that's going to contribute and give more than what they take because they never knew how to identify these characteristics and qualities. These people end up getting caught up in situations where they lose everything that they work for and this happens a lot this happens a lot a lot a lot of times and I'm I'm guilty of this a lot of times people say like man once I run once I get the money once I'm running the checkup like then I'll focus on putting other people in position and building my team no that shit is backwards that shit is actually backwards bro you want the team in place before y'all start winning championships okay you don't just win a championship the Bulls didn't just win six rings it didn't just happen out of fucking thin air nah first they had michael jordan then they had phil jackson 
right? That's the head coach. Those of y'all follow sports or whatever. Then they had Scottie Pippen. And then later they added, um, uh, what's old dude's name? Um, dang, his name is escaping me. Dennis Rodman. Then they, ha- they brought in Dennis Rodman. And then they had Steve Kerr, who's also now the coach of the Warriors, right? He played for the Bulls with Jordan. So they had all of these pieces in place ahead of time. You see what I'm saying? And and every time they won a championship, they went back to the drawing board. Okay, what could we have improved on? What could we have done better? How can we make this easier the next time around? And another thing that was so important was they all had a common objective. They all had a common goal. Everyone had a common goal initially. It wasn't about the money. Winning a championship in basketball doesn't bring you more money. Yes, it brings the team more exposure. It brings that region where that team is located. It brings them more exposure, but it doesn't mean more money for the players. It doesn't it automatically equate to more money for the players because you got people on the bench that may only play like 20 minutes in the season and they still get a ring, but it doesn't help them negotiate their contract further if they didn't bring anything to the table if they didn't put any numbers on the board so everything is about what you contribute right and everything with your team is about what they contribute and you don't want any takers on your team you don't want people that are only there to take you want people that are there to give add value you want people that are there to add value remove stress from your life That's what makes a great team. Now, let's talk about this a little bit deeper, right? This So that should have answered your question on why a team is more important than money. So going into the next piece, when you are sorting through your team and you're you're building your team and you're evaluating in your mind how you want this to look, because you need this to play out in your mind first. okay? you don't want to just start going out randomly talking to people like, no, that's that's not how this is going to go at all. This is going to play out in your mind. It's a feeling. We're going to create the feeling. We're going to create the, the environment to bring in these people. So you have to think about it from this standpoint, right? Trust is at the top of that list. No one wants somebody around them that they think is going to steal from them, right? So how do you identify whether you can trust someone or not? Well, is this person a taker or a giver? Now, you could, you have people out there who are who are master thieves, right? And sometimes these thieves will be will present things to you and give things to you before they steal from you. You got people out there that 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 do shit like that, all right? It happens all the time in government. So that is a way to identify certain people, but it's also a way to identify thieves as well. When we talk about trust, we're talking about a mutual extent, exchange, okay? So you're not just looking for someone you can trust. This person should also be looking for someone that they can trust. Aha. See, this is where a lot of people go wrong. And even in in, in, uh, romantic relationships as well, people are always talking about, man, I want somebody I could trust. I want somebody I could trust. But they're not thinking about how the other person should respond to them. You want that person to feel the same way about you. It ain't just about you. So meanwhile, every topic is two topics, right? So meanwhile, you're saying I want somebody I can trust because the underlying feeling of that is in the past, I haven't been able to trust people. So it's two topics. 
you want the person coming into your life to feel the same way, to feel like I want something, someone I can trust and give trust to. You both should be mutually giving this feeling. Okay. So when you any when you're putting out this vibration to attract the right team to you, you have to think about it in the sense like, I do want someone that I can trust. I want a team that I can trust, but I also want them to feel like they can trust me and they could depend on me. And it's a mutual exchange. Everything has to be mutual. Now, moving on to the next part of this, which is the goal, whatever goal your team is working towards, right? It might not just be one goal or one objective. And everyone may have a different vision, which more than likely everyone will have a different vision of how this outcome is going to take place. But your job as a leader is not to shun your team members for having a different outlook than you. You should be appreciative of that. So when people present you with ideas, take that into account. Listen, listen, that's what they're there for. If you didn't want people around you that were going to bring you ideas or remove stress from your life with their ideas, what would be the purpose in you having a team? So you have to be open to criticism. You have to be open to listening to people's suggestions and what it is that they think could could better fit the situation. That's what you put them in place for. So you wanted people that you could trust and that trusted you. So extend them that slack. Give them that that um, that length and that space to be able to present what you asked them to be there for. Don't get upset when they try to critique something or when they try to bring you a new idea. You see what I'm saying? And we're all guilty of this. We're all guilty of this because we get caught up in our our views and we get caught up in the specific outcome that we want because we're passionate about something. But if you if you have a team, you want uh, you want people around you that are going to be honest with you. You don't want a bunch of yes men around you or yes women. You want people around you that are really going to give you the truth when it's necessary when it's necessary. You want also want people that are like bottom cover, bottom cover for you. So you want them to have enough space and and you have enough trust in them to where if something is happening within your business or within your company or whatever it is that you're doing, they feel like they have the authority to handle the situation without bringing it to you. Like you want them to only bring you things if it's like a last resort, like it's like, man, we really can't solve this without Tarika or whoever you are like, yo, we let we got to talk to her about this. But give your give these people in your life, give your team the space to be able to make those decisions and and, and move if they need to. You see what I'm saying? If you look at the way Phil Jackson coached the Bulls, he wasn't a dictator. He got everyone else on the team to buy in. They had to buy in. And I'm not talking about with money. I'm talking about the vision of what that team could become. Everyone on the team had to buy into this vision, right? But he knew that everyone needed different things from him. You feel me? How he was with Jordan isn't how he was with Dennis Rodman. And how he was with Dennis wasn't how he was with with Kerr or how he was with Pippen. Everyone had different needs. Some people were more independent than others. He didn't necessarily need to constantly be on them. Like Jordan, Jordan was more independent. You know, he was, he's the leader. You feel me? But Dennis, he needed a little bit more persuasion or maybe he needed a little bit more freedom to, to let loose and to have fun. And then he'd come back and he'd give you his best self. Everyone has different needs. But as long as when you guys are in on the court and the court is not literally on the court, but when you're in the game, 
when you're when you're working on your goals, when y'all are doing what y'all doing, as long as everybody is giving more than what they take away, we're good. We're good. Let like really allow people to have that freedom to step up and make those moves. Like that shit is is so important. It's so important. So the team, the team aspect. This is this is something that I'm really focusing on going into this next stage in my life, you know, and I, I feel like it, it just maybe it just comes with maturity. I don't know, but relationships are valuable. Connections are so valuable. Like you have to be able to know that you have people around you that trust you and that you can trust. It's like if you're moving to a new city and you don't know anyone, right? Like you have to, at some point, meet somebody, you know what I mean? And you would like for whoever you meet to be someone that can, you know, kind of show you around or tell you like, hey, man, yeah, that's a cool place to go. Hey, stay from over there, though. Don't go over there. You know what I mean? You want to have people like that. It's like, you know, if you go to a new school, like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I moved around a lot when I was a kid. So I was always going to new schools and stuff like that. And the same friends that I had in elementary school weren't the same friends I had in high school because I went to a completely different high school on the other side of town. So I'm starting from square one again. Right. And so you make friends, you meet people in your classes. Somebody gives you a compliment on your shoes. You give them a compliment back. Boom. Next thing you know, y'all kicking it. Right. And you learn things, you know, they introduce you to other people and then those people become your friends. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's like this snowball effect, right? But maybe you and that person could have a falling out. It's possible just because you started with that person doesn't mean that's going to be the person that you end with. Oftentimes it's not. So how can you avoid going through those kind of situations? How can you avoid, um, starting with someone and then having a falling out later. And this is just, this is all theory. This is my theory on this particular topic, but I've thought about many different um, successful teams and organizations I've seen over my life. And I think this is what it really comes down to. I think it comes down to people not being in their ego. And what do I mean by that? Well, I've talked about the ego. You guys should be advanced enough now to know what your ego is and when it's talking and when it's the the real you talking, right? The ego is the taker. The ego is the the one that fears, like what's in it for me? Am I going to get this? Am I going to be rewarded? Am I going to get the things that I need from this person? Like that's all your ego. Your higher self is like, yo, I'm not going to worry about all that. Let me go over here and see if I can help this person. Let me see if I can go give them a hand with something that they're working on. Let me go check on this person. That's your higher self. So we have to start moving in our higher self in order to bring in other people that are moving in that way. Right. And you also need to pay attention to how people talk about other people. This is really, 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 really important. I can't emphasize enough how important this is. See, people are going to tell you and show you who they really are always. Okay. Now we know the basics of this shit, right? Obviously, if someone's talking about someone else behind their back and they're talking to you about somebody else behind their back, more than likely they're gossiping about you too. Like, let's just keep it real. We we've all heard that before, but it goes deeper than that. It goes way deeper. 
Look at how people treat other people. Look at how they move in relationships. I'm talking about romantic relationships. Look at like, that's the behavior you need to be analyzing. Is Does this person cheat? Are they a cheater? Why does that matter to you? <laughs> well, look, I'm going to tell you flat out, right? If someone is cheating on a spouse or not even just cheating on a spouse, that's, that's fucked up too. But if someone's in a relationship with someone that's loyal and they're cheating on this person and they're coming and telling you that they're cheating on this person, something in them feels guilty and they need to let out their guilt. That is detrimental to your team. That's, that's, that's like a fucking, like eating a bad apple. It's going to make you sick. You feel me? And it's going to poison the, it's going to make the entire environment poisonous and toxic. You don't need that shit around you. You really don't. You don't need that shit around you when you're doing business. That type that type of shit is bad for business. Okay? I'm giving y'all some jewels here. I'm giving y'all the fucking keys. You don't want those kind of people. You don't want those kind of people in your business. You want people with values, with morals, with with things that they stand on, principles. You want people with principles on your team. People that will not compromise. No matter what temptation is placed in front of them, no matter what, you want people that are like, nah, I'm not doing that shit. If I said I wasn't going to drink tonight, I'm not drinking tonight. So you take, you know, you y'all go out for some for a group outing or whatever. And, you know, you got your homie over here. He said he was he said earlier that day he wasn't going to drink. So, you know, the, the waitress or waiter comes by and they're like, hey, what? what let me get your drink orders. And then that person orders a drink because everybody else is ordering a drink. That's a red flag. I don't want somebody around me that's giving in to that kind of peer pressure. No, I want somebody that's going to stand on their principles. I want somebody that's going to stand on what they believe in. I want somebody that's going to stand on their word. Are y'all listening? Like, hear me. You do not need people around you that are not going to stick by their word. Like people that cheat on people, people that can't just say, okay, I don't want to be in this situation no more and walk away with dignity. You do not want those people around you in your organization, period, period. And I'm going to say this about myself, right? I've walked away from a lot of friendships, man. And people may not even know that I, that I pull back for those reasons, but I stopped fucking with a lot of people because the shit that I was seeing, they didn't even do anything to me. I just didn't like how every time we get on the phone or every time we kicking it, you're doing some fucking shady shit to somebody that you're supposed to love. Bump what y'all got going on at home or what you feel like you should or should not be getting. Remember, that's the ego. So if you feel like you're not satisfied, why are you still with this person? You see what I'm saying? So that means that if you become unhappy with our business relationship, you might just turn around and start doing shit under the table. You might start stealing from me or you might start bad mouthing me to our associates or talking about me behind my back, you know, and making me appear to be somebody that I'm not, which is going to fuck up our brand, which is going to fuck up my reputation. Those people are liabilities, bro. You do not want people around you that talk about other people behind their back because they're more than likely talking about you and you do not want people around you that are cheating on their spouses, cheating on their partners, cheating at anything in life. You don't want people around you like that at all, bro. It's, it's bad for business. It, it's really, it's, it's terrible for business. And the last thing I'm going to talk about 
is transparency. This is huge. This is huge. You want people around you that are transparent. What what is what is transparency? I don't think I've talked about this yet on any of my podcasts, but I'm I'm gonna touch on it here, and I might do another episode on transparency. But all transparency is is someone who is not afraid to admit when they're wrong, when they made a mistake, when they're unsure. That is transparency, and that is so important. That is so important. I don't want someone around me that's in their ego, that thinks that they know everything, that can't take criticism. Like, if I'm a leader, I have to be able to still take criticism as a leader. And if if you are partnered with me or you're working for me, you still have to be able to take criticism as well, right? Now, that doesn't give me the right to curse you out or to spaz out on you. No, like, but if you make a mistake, I need you to acknowledge like, yeah, I made a mistake. I should have did this. Or if I didn't know what to do, I should have reached out and asked for help instead of just, you know what I mean? Like being able to reflect, having that awareness, that all ties into transparency. You know, if you got something going on at home, you know, with your kids or anything is taking place or you could be your mom, your dad, you know, you might have some family stuff going on and your mind just isn't at work. Say something, say something. This is a part of being on a team. Say something like, hey, man, like I'm not I'm really not here today. I'm not feeling the best. Maybe I'm, I'm sick or emotionally I'm dealing with some things. I need to take some time. All right, cool. I got you. Go take your time. If you need me, I'm here. You can call me. But other than that, go go handle what you need to handle. And when you come back, you're good. We're not going to hold that against you. That Those are the makings of a great team. Okay? So I gave you guys some really good juice here. All right? And I'm going I'm to close it out with this. I learned this not from reading a book, not from watching a YouTube video. This is from my life, y'all. This is from my life. Okay? The best team that I was on was when I was still working as a medic in the Air Force. And when I got to this team, right, because we were, we were broken up into teams, you know, like it wasn't like we all just did the same thing. Like everybody had their team and the providers that they worked for. And we had, you know, our technicians that were on our team. Like everyone had a responsibility, but, you know, every day was different. So some days you might come in and you have to move around and you have to work with somebody new or you have to switch it around. So we all had to be familiar with each other and everyone's personalities, right? But what made this particular team so awesome, the people that I was working with, we had everything that I just talked about. We had that. We all shared that. And most importantly, we all shared that transparency. So no one came to work trying to outdo somebody else. It wasn't about that. We were all working towards a common goal, which was to leave early, <laughs> or leave on time that was our goal every single day was to leave work on time so what did it take for us to get there and not just leave work on time but while we're at work actually enjoy being at work not feel like we're working and we accomplished all of those goals so much so to where everybody, it was other people that was like, man, I wish I was on y'all team. But what made our team what it was, was who we were. You know what I mean? So we had all of these traits. We had all these characteristics. We were all working towards a common goal. We all wanted to see everybody win and everybody feel good. And we gave everybody their their praise and their respect when they did something amazing. And we showed love and 
like that that is what makes a great team giving kudos giving praise where it's due don't forget about that that's important so a lot of people man like they want to do things on their own and look I, I get it i don't blame them man it's it's like it can be a challenge trying to trying to meet people that you can really bond with and just show with but i'm sure i'm telling you it's not impossible it's not impossible man this is how you do it so you use your mind because everything start everything is mental everything starts with your mind and it's projected outward right you create this feeling how is it going to feel when you have the right team around you how is it going to feel when you have the people that you can trust and the people that trust you back and the people around you that make you feel like man i'm valued i'm needed here i love being here this is it you got to have that around you and when you have that around you you're going to feel so amazing that you're going to be like, man, let me give more. Let me give more. Let me give more. And they're going to feel amazing. So they're going to be like, let me give more. Let me give more. And it's a mutual exchange because no one is really taking. Everyone is just giving to each other inspiration, whatever it is. Notice how none of this shit has anything to do with money. The money will come. Trust me, when you have the right team, the money is going to show up. But when you got that team in place, when you got people that you can trust in place, once the money gets there, you're not even you're not freaking out now. Like, man, we just made a million dollars. You're not freaking out. Like, what are we going like? No, because you already knew that was going to happen. And y'all are all going to put your minds together and be like, OK, well, let's invest here. Let's do this over here. Let's try this out. Your team is everything. And the last part of this is loyalty. Loyalty. What is Loyalty. Loyalty is, I know that you may not work for me forever. You may not want to work with me forever. I know that there may be other things that you want to do in your life besides where, besides doing what we're doing right now. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. But let me set you up to where when you do make that transition, it's easier for you. Let me give you all the opportunities I can. Let me as a leader, I'm talking about from a leader standpoint, let me give you all the opportunities I can give you while you're here. So that way, when you move on to your next situation and your next opportunity, you're set. You're set. If you want to go out and start your own shit and you want to you know, separate from me, I'm not going to hold you back. I'm not going to hold you back. That's loyalty. See, we have things misconstrued, right? We think that loyalty is someone sticking around and working for us till they're on their deathbed or someone, you know, um, like if we get in trouble with the IRS or some shit and we, you know, what I'm saying they doing a fucking investigation and this person ain't snitching. That's loyalty. <laughs> it's a form of loyalty, but that's not the kind of loyalty that is going to help everyone in the long run. Right. Because we, we don't want to be in those kind of situations regardless. I don't want the IRS up my ass about some fucking taxes. Come on now. You know, like that's the, the last people you want on your ass is the IRS. Because they're going to find what they're looking for. The IRS is, has like a 100% success rate and fucking niggas up. <laughs> They've never taken an L. The IRS has never taken an L ever. <laughs> but, nah. but let me get back to this. So. Yes, we want loyalty. Yes, but we don't want that street loyalty. We're not looking for that kind of loyalty, man. We're not looking for street loyalty because we're not going to be doing illegal activity right now. If you want to use this and go create a team and y'all doing some illegal shit, all right, well, y'all ain't hear nothing from me. 
But if we're talking about legal businesses, legal things that we are doing, loyalty just means that I'm not going to hold you back. Because at the end of the day, as a team and as individuals, I want everybody here to succeed in whatever it is that they do. So all I ask is that when it is time for you to make that transition, you remember how I treated you. You remember, you know, I did right by you. I hope you have nothing but positive things to say about our interactions and what you experienced here. And maybe you can help us find your replacement if you are going to leave our team and do something else. That's all that that's all that means. Right. So I feel like I gave you guys a lot of information, a lot of good things to work with here. You want you want loyalty. You want transparency. You want trust, mutual trust. You feel me? You want that mutual trust and you do not want people that are only focused on the money, because when people are only focused on the money, sometimes people can feel like, yo, this you're making more money than me because you're the CEO. That can that can invoke jealousy and you don't need jealousy on your team. It creates a toxic environment. And you also don't want people that will do anything to make money because that's when people start doing illegal shit or they start, you know, paying off the accountant to fuck with the numbers because y'all know, like I'm a business major. It's a lot of crazy stories out here of accountants inflating numbers and, you know, those kinds of things can get back to shareholders. And I'm not going to get super deep into like the intricacies of like a publicly, a publicly traded company, but there are people out there that will do things to legal documents because they want money so bad or they want people to invest in the company so bad that they're afraid to actually be transparent with shareholders. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a really bad thing to do. So you don't want people that are strictly focused on money or strictly money motivated because they'll do anything to get money, anything to keep money. And that could even mean them doing something illegal. That'll land the whole company in jail. Not just you. We talking everybody going to jail. They're going to arrest the dog. They're going to they gonna hijack everything, right? So you don't want that. So these are the makings of a great team. And I hope that you guys gain something from this. I hope that you guys are able to take this and go out and attract your own teams and attract the right people to you and build on that. And uh, yeah, go out there and get all the things that you want, man. And and make sure when y'all get y'all stuff, man, y'all shout me out. You feel me? Because look, I look this this real talk before I close this out, man. I need y'all to go and like the podcast, whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on. Go and leave me a like, leave a comment if it helps you, you know what I'm saying, feedback, anything like or hit me up on IG, hit me up on um anything like find me, you know what I'm saying, let me know that this is helping you guys and that you guys are getting the things that you want. So that's all I got for y'all today, man. And uh, I'll be talking to y'all soon, man. Peace out.